the day before yesterday All my troubles seem so far away There would be a podcast that day Oh, that was the day before yesterday But God corrupted the file I don't know why he didn't say Um... So we saw yesterday, yesterday a lot of time. We saw yesterday, um, we'll just say we saw it yesterday, but we actually saw it like th- four days ago. Good job, Thank Bella. you. I like I'm, I'm Did also you write it yourself? Of, I'm also proud of myself. But yeah. That's beautiful. Did you write it yourself? <laughs> I've never heard something like that before. No, the Beatles, George, Paul, Gandhi, and Ringo. The Beatles? <sighs> yeah. What are you fucking stupid? Yeah, idiots. Uh, I mean, no, but the director is because he decided that a 12-second power outage was enough to uh, make everybody forget one of the most iconic bands of all time. Oh man, yes, he actually. I was gonna go into a segment where we explained the plot, but um, I think you just stole my thunder there. You just explained the entire plot of this movie. Take it or leave it. That's the entire <laughs> thing. That's it. Yep, that's it. And um. Yeah, but I guess we still have to talk next about episode, this. Next episode, next week. Yep, see you next week. But no, we're actually going to talk about this again. Um, our file corrupted, and we. this is the second time talking about this, so hopefully we've gained some insight over last time. Um, let's see. How about, let, me get, let me hear your opening thoughts first. Compare and contrast. Opening thoughts again. Okay, oh, again. so like... I liked all the covers, mm-hmm. right? They were, like they were fine, except Help. Help was like, eh. But, Help me! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he ended up just doing a Screamo cover. That's because he so needed that help. Fun. You didn't get uh-huh. it? That's because he needed help at that point. No, no, I did get it. It it was buried in many layers of symbolism, but I think I got the message. Um, The movie tried to be feel-goody, uh-huh. which I can say it kind of succeeded. Yeah. But like the Beatles seemed like a um the Beatles seemed like they were completely unrelated to the uh the characters like problem. Uh-huh. Even though even though, you know, it's the entire point of the movie. Yeah. Hell, it's even named after one of their songs. Uh, which one could it be? Um I'll, I'll just leave it there. What about you, Joe? Oh, yes. Um, well, this is a high-concept movie. Do you know what a high-concept movie is, Alex? Why don't you explain it to all our viewers? Oh, I would love to. A high-concept movie is a movie which um, kind of just totally has, like, this huge concept. That, like, um, uh, Evan Almighty, um, Bruce Almighty, you know, the guy's God. Like, that's a concept. That's a movie that's sold on the concept alone. You know, like, it's a movie that yeah. you can describe I in, getcha. like, a sentence. Yeah. So that's this. Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah, the day keeps repeating. That's... Guy gets stuck in a single day forever. Yeah, it's like that. Except... Bruce Almighty, guy becomes God. Except this is, like, um... This is, like, totally, like... Yeah, the concept much... is... It's Yeah, it's very, um... It engulfs the movie, and I don't feel like there's a lot past it, which I kind of feared from the trailers. So I guess if you like the trailers, you know, you might like this. But I thought this was, yeah, very, tried way too hard to be a feel-good movie. And at the end of the day, it made the movie have no weight at all. Like, this, nothing in this movie seemed like it actually mattered. And none of the stakes were high enough for you to actually care. Yeah. 
So it was like there's no know. there's no real like antagonist or mm. yeah. force against him. He really doesn't have any competition on the market. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's like he he beats one. he beats Ed Sheeran in a in a singing competition, yeah. which as we know. Ed Sheeran is the best musician in the world. Yes. This is uh, also unexpectedly. I thought he was only going to be a cameo based on the trailer. But no, this is very much an Ed Sheeran circle joke movie. It's as much about him as it is the Beatles. They also have Ed Sheeran Mm -hmm. songs in this movie side by side with Beatles songs. I have no fucking clue why they did that. That was so unnecessary. And don't forget the one by Oasis. Oh, yes. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. But I mean, we just have so much to unpack here. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot to lot to talk about, despite the fact that it's a high concept movie. There's a lot to nitpick um, because there's this movie is should have been called Logical Fallacy the movie because I know like look listen, it's a movie about a guy who gets sent to a dimension where there are no Beatles. I'm not expecting an explanation. I'm not expecting it to make sense, but. But on the other end of that spectrum, this movie does not follow any rules. It doesn't even establish its own. And when you look at other high concept movies like Groundhog's Day and Evan Almighty that have these really wacky, fantastical plots, they have rules. It's either, you know, just kind of assumed what the rules are, or it establishes the rules. Yesterday, on the other hand, has all of nothing. So it just does whatever it wants, whenever it wants to in these movies they establish a reason for the concept happening and there's a consistency to it Mm -hmm. however in yesterday um it like in in groundhog's day um he starts repeating the days over and over until he becomes a better person yeah so you can figure out the concept is or like what happened in the movie is that the day kept on repeating so that he could learn to be a better person. Yes. However, in yesterday, um, during a 12-second power outage, everything disappears. Not everything disappears. Every, all the Beatles music disappears. But there's no reason why it's specifically the Beatles music. And on top of that, other things disappear that aren't related. Mm-hmm. Like Coca-Cola disappears. And um, Oasis disappears. Yeah. How and like, it's not like those items, those those things that disappeared had an effect on um, the protagonist uh, Jack Miller. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you see, that's well. The thing is, I wouldn't even mind, you know, if it really, if you know, whatever disappeared. Um. As as I, I wouldn't even mind the fact that this is lo- just one big logical fallacy after another even like totally forgetting the main plot just as long as there was like a reason in the story for things to be happening like i feel like i'm not gonna spoil anything but the character um doesn't change because of this experience he does nothing changes because of this experience well i guess something kind of changes but it's something really kind of stupid and again we'll get to that later it's something it's something minute compared to everything else yeah it's something minute and something that could have changed in easier more like you know just better ways but i mean there's just there's just no reason for this to be happening at all and because of that you know 
you start nitpicking into other things because there's no reason for those things to be happening either. And you're just like, oh, this is just a, a lot of lazy writing. And that is what like, this is. Like, uh, for example, giant floating letters. Can we talk about that yeah, or should we save it for later? Go for it. We'll talk about giant floating letters. Every, so yeah. every time Jack moves to a new place, he moves mm -hmm. from, I believe he's in London, right at the start. Yeah, um, He goes from London to L.A., um, to Liverpool, and then back to L.A. And every time he moves, they establish it through dialogue. They'll say, uh, J like, Jack, I've got a meeting in in L.A. Why don't you come on down to uh, to my humble abode? And then he goes, okay. And then uh, the words Los Angeles um, just show up across the screen in bright lettering. And then... In a snap, they're in um, they're they're in L.A. and they're looking at the sun and it's playing "Here Comes the Sun" and you're like, okay, I I didn't need a transition for that. Yeah, well, not just we're well, not like a transition. Like, I'm um, obviously need a transition. I'm just talking about like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the name like it would just put the names of random things. Like, at one time they were like going to a subway and they were running towards the subway and then they had the name of the subway even though that was totally inconsequential to the story. Mm -hmm. I did not need to know the name of that subway. It was completely random. And then at another point, um, he and the love interest, Ellie, um, go, they, they get drunk and they start like dancing in the middle yeah, of a yeah, tunnel. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you and I were watching the movie and, I, and we see this thing coming at them. We're like, oh God, they're going to get hit by a truck. <laughs> but it turns out Fucking that it's wish. just giant 3D letters that somebody... Uh, didn't Photoshop and it just says hello goodbye. Yeah, I mean like that didn't even make sense. That wasn't even a location. That was just like a song. And but like, it's not what song they were playing. It, what, yeah, wasn't even what song the they were playing. They just kind of felt like putting it there. Uh, I don't know why they did that. That was kind of stupid. Um, I feel like the um, trailers for for this movie had a better CG budget than this one, um, just because yeah. like. The balloons, the balloon effect, the fucking iPhone oh, balloon yeah. effect. There in was, um, I don't even remember where it was, but I remember that at one point they have balloons like just um, coming up from the corner of the screen and rising up. And if you if you have an iPhone, um, you can type in happy birthday. And then when you send it to someone, it will put up that same exact effect where <laughs> it, it starts in the bottom effect. corner and rises to the other corner. Except somehow, um, it looks better on iOS. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I don't know why they they felt the need to do that. That was just so much. That was just stupid. I, I don't yeah. know, especially for a movie with a budget of twenty five million dollars. Did it really? Yes, it's a budget of $25 million. Looked like it was on a budget of five with all these letters and effects that they thought looked cool. Movie mm -hmm. maker effects. But let's... I think they were trying to, um, with, at least with the colors of the letters, mm -hmm. imitate like those those vibrant colors that the Beatles would have in their shows, but yeah. it didn't convey the point yeah. at all. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, the, um, I feel like it was, they just wanted to have a style. Like, do you know what a Dutch angle is? Yeah. It's like, you know, the the little slanted thing in movies mm -hmm. where they slant the camera. There had to be at least 20 Dutch angle shots in this movie. 
And at one point, it was like exactly 45 degrees. Um, it was Rocky and um, Jack were walking to no place in particular. <laughs> yeah. And as they left the building, there was a straight like 45 degree angle. I swear to God, it was like the Netflix Death Note movie where like everything was just 45 degrees <laughs> as you watch these people walk nowhere. And it's like they wanted interesting like shot compilation, but this guy just loaned what a movie was yesterday and was like, <gasps> oh, Dutch Angle. Oh my Dutch God, Angle. he said the name of the movie. Whoa, I did. I didn't even mean to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, like, just, I don't know why they felt the need to have so many Dutch Angles in this movie. Yeah. It's just like. I think a I, lot of um, young directors or directors who are young in the business at least mm -hmm. who don't really know um how to get an interesting shot just default to a dutch angle it's like hey yeah. i i turned the camera wow that's quirky and cool of me but yeah i've in the literally hundreds of movies i've seen over the past like year i've never seen so many dutch angles in a movie I've, I haven't seen, like, more than five Dutch angles in a movie. This one just totally took that and just multiplied it by, like, five. And, it's like, there's just so many Dutch angle shots, I don't know why. It just, it, I guess that's what this movie kind of boils down to. Just why? poor choices. Yeah, yeah, why? Like, why did you do that? Why did you need to do this? This is unnecessary. Why? Blah, 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 blah. And it's just, just why? Why did this movie even have to exist? One might ask. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's an awful movie. I'm not even saying it's particularly a bad movie. I just don't know what came over a person to say, "Hey, this is this is a good idea. Let's make a movie off of this." And they did. Uh, also, this is supposed to be a comedy. It is. Pe it's. I mean, I guess. In the the theater was eating it up. Oh yes, they, there they, were so they many jokes. They, they, um. I didn't laugh a single time. Yeah. Um, there were some things that I could tell were jokes, but yeah, I didn't yeah. laugh. Uh -huh. um, you you chuckled once or twice, but yeah, the yeah. theater was eating it up. Oh, yeah, they loved it. Every stupid yeah. fucking... I, the let it be scene. The scene where he's just trying to play yeah, the stupid song. goes on for five minutes. Funny. It goes on for five minutes, it's and it's five not minutes funny. It's where, where Jack um, is just trying to play let it be. But nobody will let him get past like the second measure, it's... and it just goes on for five minutes. They say the name wrong a bunch of times. They're like, yeah. "Let him be." No, it's "Let it be." Oh, let it be. let her be. Leave it be. Be no. the bee. Be the bee. <laughs> Come on, man. It's and it's like it's like the dead don't die except <laughs> bad. It's a very yeah. it's it's not funny and it's not good and. The comedy, I didn't really come in expecting a comedy, so I guess I didn't Me really, neither. I guess that really helped it out. So don't come in accepting a com, expecting a comedy, because you're not going to get one, because it's not funny. So yeah, that's that was fun. Um, But hey, we've been ragging on. We've been kind of yeah, beating the shit out of this movie already, and we're not even in spoilers, so. Yeah, let's just say something positive about this movie, let's just say something say something good because i don't think it's a bad movie per se i think we're portraying it's not a bad movie but yeah let's say something good about um, this masterpiece what what's what's a what's a positive thing um the last two minutes um had this like you know feel good attitude maybe like last five minutes had um 
this feel good attitude when they had a um like a montage of um Jack being happy at the end of the movie as all protagonists are. Yes. Um and that was nice. That that's like the only reason I thought this movie was good because it was the most recent thing in my head after we walked out of the theater. Um uh, and then I started thinking about it. So oof. um yeah, you, this you movie like, is really like, You seem huh? to like this movie initially. Like you turned yeah. to me afterwards and you're like that was good. But then you kind of think about it. So I guess I don't know, just don't think about it. You'll probably be fine. Yeah, as long as you're not thinking. Yeah. It's good. As long as you're not thinking, you'll have a good time. That's my positive thing. What about you, Joe? Um, okay, so um, I'm trying to think of something I can dive into. Um, I the Yeah, whatever. I'll just say what I said before. The, um, the chemistry between Jack and Ellie, that was okay. Um, the acting was fine, um, although they weren't really given... The the actual role didn't have much range, so you know we didn't get a yeah. lot range. But you know, they they got the job. These actors they had a job and they did the job. So really, yeah. What are you gonna do? They did fine. Um, what else? The I, problems I think, were more as a result of the script than the acting. Yeah, and the weird direction. Yeah, the acting was fine. Um. I mean, I mean, the music was good. The covers were good, so that's good. Oh, the covers were great because yeah. um, the the lead, I can't remember what his name is. I'm looking it up now. Mm-hmm. But the lead, you know, he's actually a singer, so he did all the covers himself. So that's good. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. It's another positive. Um, I guess we should just get all the positives out of the way so we can get into the fun stuff. Um, I don't know. What else was good about this movie without getting into spoilers? Um, um, I can't think of anything. I don't know. It's not bad. I would, I guess, I mean, eh, yeah, it's not bad, I guess. Um, yeah. all right, let's, let's go to, let's go to spoilers. All right, let's go to spoiler talk. Yay. Um, yeah. so the, I'm you, you want to this... play us a, like a little transition? Oh yeah, sure. I'm going to do like a, um, little, um, little baseline here. <laughs> spoiler talk. Spoiler talk. Yeah. Featuring Joe We are whispering little secrets into your ear about the movie that you're not supposed to know. Sweet nothing. Yesterday. (sighs) Jack doesn't develop as a character, 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 character. But yeah. um, Ellie's entire character feels forced. (laughs) But yeah, here's the thing. Um, In the beginning of the movie... Jack is about to quit his career. He can't yeah. make it. He sucks. Everybody thinks he sucks, and he thinks he sucks too. Well, not everybody. His friends don't think he sucks, but he thinks he sucks. He's getting nowhere, and then this bus hits him, and he gets transported into this world where he only, well, he's the only person who, well, only person besides somebody else who knows the Beatles songs. Oh no, this could be used to launch his career, and then we and find out. And what Coca-Cola is. <laughs> yeah, and then he, f- and then. Us, the audience, and the characters find out that Jack actually sucked all along. And he quits yeah, his career that, that's, in music. that's a part of the movie. That is the movie. Um, he ends up exactly he, where he started. There is about about halfway into the movie. He's at his recording company with his agent, and he plays two songs. He plays Here Comes the Sun, and he plays um, a song that he wrote the himself called um, The Summer Song. 
Also, it's called the Summer Song. Yeah, that's, um, that's probably why she didn't like it. I don't like that name. Either. And and Kate McKinnon, that that's his agent, yes. says um, this first one. Here comes the sun. It's great. I love it. But this second one is uh, so bad to the point that I know I don't like it, but I'm not willing to listen to it again to figure out why I don't like it. Wow, what what a douche! Which is just how bad he is. Yes, his songs are actually bad, and um, yeah, I guess I guess the whole thing, the whole entire journey he takes is so he finds love in Ellie, and he ends up loving, falling in love with Ellie, and living happily ever after with her. But here's the thing, boys: we don't even know if he didn't like Ellie at first, um, because um, near the end of the movie, there's this whole thing where he's at the train station, she's about to leave him for, like, ever. She's about to never see him again, I guess, except in concerts and shit. And, um, he's like, oh, man, I actually love you. And she's like, I've been waiting ten years for you to find out you loved me. But it's like, she never asked him out, or even done... She didn't really do much. I mean, like, her... We get a flashback sequence of him playing, um... Wonderwall by Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the very Oasis who sings Wonderwall. Oh. Um, and backstage is Ellie. This is in seventh grade. I, I can't remember if I just said that because I'm not really paying attention to anything right now. But <laughs> yeah, in seventh grade, he plays he plays Wonderwall by Oasis. And you can see backstage that Ellie is just... She's orgasmic. Oh my God, she is... Very turned on by a seventh grader playing a cover of Wonderwall. Who isn't? Who isn't? That's yeah. the question. But yeah, and it's like, well, you know, if you've liked this dude since seventh grade, grade, you know, then... what I was thinking in the theater is that you know, people in seventh grade they can't keep that shit to themselves. She would have asked him out five times over, mm-hmm. you know, because seventh graders. But you, whatever, fucking movie. Who cares? Um, but yeah, that's kind of stupid. I kind of wish they just stayed friends because there's not a, there's not enough like protagonists in movies that have female people in their life that are just friends. Nope, they just have to fuck everyone. Everybody has to bang. Everybody has to bang. Yeah. There has to be there has to be a big bang. You won't care about these characters if they don't want to bang each other. Oh my God! What? Oh man, that would be too hard. To write characters that don't yeah. want to bang each other, too hard, too difficult, too difficult. Just forget about it. But yeah, so um, these characters do want to bang each other, um, and in the end they get to bang, I guess. Um, yep. Also, let's talk about Kate McKinnon's character because at the end because she's impossible to understand, and three the, hours of dissection wouldn't be able to accomplish anything. In last, in the last five minutes, she becomes an antagonist, kind of, not really. She got fucked over. I totally sympathize with her. Um, but for the rest of the movie, she just kind of wasn't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess she was just the um, I guess comic relief character. Kind of, yeah. I thought I thought like her character was being sarcastic when she was being an asshole, but nope. Kate McKinnon just can't play an asshole. Uh, that's fun, I guess. Um, I guess that means Kate McKinnon isn't an asshole, though. So good on you, Kate McKinnon. Just play different people, and you'll be good in life. Um, but 
what else is there? Oh, yeah. The ending, of course, is stupid. It's needlessly big, and it makes you feel bad for yeah. a character that did, that did uh, nothing wrong. Gavin? Gavin. Gavin. Gavin was Gavin. his name. Um, so, the- near the end of the movie, um, Ellie, instead of... Once, once Jack confesses his love to Ellie... Who, who Ellie still likes him, by the way. So now they're at a point where they both like each other and they both know that and they're both in the same room. Instead of just getting together, Ellie decides to um, go back home and um, start dating Gavin, which is this side character that has maybe 10 minutes of screen time and although, doesn't matter. Although, although but, I would like to make a point about Gavin real quick. Gavin is also Jack's friend. Gavin helped Jack record his first album. Gavin is oh, a yeah. good person. He does not deserve what yeah, happens. But you take he's it a away. Great guy. Take it away. But um tell us what happens to Gavin. At the end of the movie, um Ed Sheeran is, you know, playing because, you know, oh, he's Ed, so Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. Oh man. His music um, is and nice he to the Beatles. and he goes, "Let me let me uh introduce you guys to my good friend Jack Miller because, you know, those musicians are tight, right? Oh. So Jack comes out and he plays a few songs, and then he has his his roadie Rocky um, bring Ellie backstage, and then he turns on the backstage camera, which puts Ellie on the big screen in front of everybody, and he's like, "This is Ellie. I love Ellie. Um, I don't want to do all this music anymore because it's actually written by Paul Jar." Paul, ugh, Paul, John, George, and Ringo. Um, thanks, guys. And then he uploads all the internet. Um, up, up, all the internet. <laughs> all the internet <laughs> I can't to speak his right album. now. He he uploads the ent- um all his albums, all his songs straight to the internet, um for free use. Even though that violates a lot of copyright law. And, and uh, he and he and Ellie run off into the distance to finally be happy together. Making Gavin officially the hardest cucked character to ever be written. Yes, the most undeserved cucked character too. I'd like to add, and also all of his songs were already on YouTube. And once uh, once yeah. you put your songs on YouTube, you are just giving away free copies because YouTube to MP3 yeah. you is just, so accessible. Yeah. So that did nothing. They probably his the songs probably instantly got DMCA'd, or you know if you upload to the Pirates Bay or something. You know, who cares? They're probably yeah. already um, on there. When he when he says that he like uploads all of his songs um, for free for free use, um, Kate McKinnon has like this immediate like knee jerk reaction of "Oh shit, I'm I'm losing all my money." Even no. though um, since she's the record too. company, she she probably you know she probably owns all of the material and she can just sue Jack. Yeah. For violating tons and tons of copyright laws and then um probably soon again for a bunch of other stuff yeah that's not even um that is not even um i mean i guess that even this is giving the movie the benefit of the doubt um we are assuming that somehow this big music person does not have a contract or anything um this definitely violates a contract somewhere somehow Mm -hmm. So that's another you can get sued again, and at the end, he gets back. He goes yeah, like, to teaching. Um, he can't pay those bills. Yeah, 
he ends up being a teacher. Um, Despite the fact that's what they would, I mean, assumingly that was what the whole. Assumingly, because they, Ellie is a teacher. And at the end of the movie, he's playing, um, I can't remember what song it is. But it's one of the songs that he never recorded, which I guess it means that he can take credit for that song. Uh-huh. Um, but he plays some song um, for a bunch of kids in an auditorium. And he's wearing like a khakis and a cardigan. So you can assume he's a teacher. Yeah. Because but I just only, to... only teachers and white people wear cardigans. Yes. And as we learned throughout the story, Jack indeed is not a white person. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess... Did you know? <laughs> but, like, um... Yeah, I mean, but assumingly, I thought the whole movie was to get him as, like, a foot in the door for his music career. I mean, in the beginning, yeah. they act, they acted like him becoming a teacher was this horrible, horrible thing. That's what ended up they happening. Really, they really try to push the idea that if he becomes a teacher, everything will everything will go to shit. Yeah, he'll and be miserable. He'll, he'll be worse off. But, nope. That's not what happened in the movie. But yeah. um, one thing I did like, gotta stay positive, yeah. is um, John Lennon was in the movie, and he looked like John Lennon, and he talked like John Lennon, and he was basically John Lennon. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the actor the actor playing him um, was John Lennon. Crew did a good job. No, um, the actor playing him was John Lennon, obviously. John Lennon is dead. I know. <laughs> not in this universe, though. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I like that. that. I thought that was creative. I thought that was cool. Um, somehow these random ass people that re- that remember the Beatles just had his address by some stretch of the imagination. Um, and you know Jack got to oh, visit John Lennon. Yeah. Um, he hugged him too. So that was yeah. that was cool. That was let's cute. talk about those people though. Uh, so yes. the movie, you know, the movie has this thing where Jack's playing. And then um, he plays in Moscow, and he plays back in the USSR. And in the middle of the crowd, you know, everybody's dancing, having a good time. And there's this one guy who's like a foot taller than everybody else, and he's just like <laughs> staring straight. And you're like, and like, you can tell he's like an antagonist or something because like he has this look like he remembers the song. He so looks like a hobo, pretty much, like an evil hobo. Yeah, evil hobo. Let's call him. <laughs> let's call him evil hobo. So evil hobo is like built up as an antagonist just in the first encounter you see him in and then later on um jack uh is having trouble remembering um certain songs like eleanor rigby so he travels to liverpool and there's this other lady um the liverpool stranger let's call her the liverpool stranger um and she is you know like "Mm, who's that oh he's He's going to like the places the Beatles were. That's weird. So then you kind of get the feeling that these two are antagonists. Later on, Jack, um, he's in an interview, and then like everything's going cool, and then so and then like people are tr- starting to try to expose him. Yeah, and they're like, "Ah, oh, who was your favorite? John, Paul, George, or Ringo?" And, and then he's like, what? Uh, um, uh, and then somebody's like holding up a yellow submarine to try to like freak him out. And then he leaves because that's, you can't deal with those people. No. And then, um, and then later on he plays on top of this hotel and he plays this awful cover of help that nobody enjoyed. <laughs> 
and he talks to the people. Uh, he goes to his room, and then those people um, walk in, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna get exposed! This, this is the moment! This is this is um, this is the climax! This is where everything goes to shit for him, and he has to figure out what to do." And they're like, "Oh wow, that was so nice! I, thanks for playing the songs. You're awesome for stealing the Beatles material." Yeah. Even though they actively and, tried to expose them in in yeah. doing an interview, they nope, they're nice people now. Yep. Yeah. And they play it off as a joke. Like I feel like that was there for a joke, so you can think there's an antagonist, and then yeah. ooh wee, everything's fine. But here's the problem. But I don't the, know. It just doesn't work. That antagonist was the only weight in the movie. That was the only yeah. thing that added weight to anything, and they got rid of it. And yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even good weight. It was just weight. But yeah, you know, fucking whatever. Um, I feel like there's more I want to talk about. But you say something interesting and new and original. <clears throat> something new? Uh, something like we've this never movie, heard nothing's new. Oh, that's um, true. I'm trying to think of some kind of topic that we might have brought up on our first recording. Yeah. Um, I feel like this one's going smoother though. Yeah. I don't know. Um, on the topic of like Kate McKinnon, mm-hmm. um, she plays this character that's like kind of snarky and um, like charismatic in an asshole-ish way, and she's been doing that for a lot of her movies, and I just didn't really like it. Like, I don't really like when actors just do the same thing in different roles. Yeah, Jim like Kidd. um. Jim Carrey does that a lot. Um, what's his name? Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the guy who played the villain in Ready Player One and Rogue hated, One. Hated that movie, um, yeah. For the past, for the past like few um, movies that he's been in, all he's been doing is playing the uh, the villain who's like you think is the villain but then he turns out to be really stupid and serving someone else yeah like he just keeps on filling that role i don't know i just don't like when actors do the same thing over and over makes it predictable yeah um but yeah this movie i feel like it's kind of a mess i feel like they kind of just somebody was just like um hey wouldn't it be cool if we made a movie about a guy who gets transported back to transported to a dimension where there's no be- where the Beatles don't exist and some some producer was like hey yeah I'm gonna give you 25 million dollars and the guy was like wait what and then he had to find a way to make a movie out of it and I guess he did the best he could with this kind of stupid idea um I feel like they don't well in a weird way I feel like they kind of don't take it far enough I feel like they should have made this like totally like something yeah. crazy insane exaggerated because yeah. yeah, like, um, I don't even think that, uh, this is something that we brought up in the first recording, but I don't even think that um, him playing, like, the Beatles songs would have carried him to fame the way it did. Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, the Beatles music is iconic. It's some of the yeah. greatest music on the planet. But um, I don't think it would have taken off as much as it did in the 60s, especially considering that he's a street performer who um, is struggling, but in reality, he's not even struggling. He's 
He's the equivalent of Phoebe in Friends, if you ever... <laughs> Depending on how much you watch that show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he only plays um, for his friends and, like, on empty boardwalks. Yeah. He, he's not a musician. He just has a guitar. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden... He starts playing Beatles songs, and he's the most famous person on the planet. They even yeah. say multiple times, "You're the most famous musician in the world right now." Wow! And um, second to only he just kind Ed of Sheeran. explodes. Second only to Ed Sheeran. Oh God! And he just he just explodes into fame after playing Beatles songs. Yeah. Um, like I'm I'm looking at the um the top artists of like today, and like. Ed Sheeran is like seventh down on the list. That's fake news. Um, tw- what? That's fake news right there. Ed Sheeran should be number one. Oh yeah, one. definitely because yeah, Ed Sheeran should be should be number one. But um, like Queen and Elton John are on here, but I'm not seeing the Beatles anywhere. I guess they just don't get a lot of radio play anymore. Their stuff is too yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah. Again, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't mind that. I would not mind that at all if. And I say, if the movie had a purpose for existing, which it doesn't. Yeah. So, you know. Boo-hoo. This movie shouldn't exist. Just like our loyal viewers and me. We should not exist. Our loyal viewers shouldn't exist? Why? (laughs) I I love our loyal viewers. Oh, our loyal viewers. I mean, the reason I exist is what I tried to say. Ah, okay. And I didn't just call my entire viewer base garbage. That's (laughs) uncharacteristic of me. Cut that. We'll we'll cut that out. Okay, yeah. I'll just tell the guy in the editing room to cut that. You know, the the staff I have of editors. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a move. It's a movie. It's a movie. We said that is. That's all that can be said, really. Yep. Um. Again, I'm gonna. I said this the first time around. I don't regret it. The the thing that encompasses the movie the most is when we left. We had to go through this little tiny hall. Oh yeah. Filled with people who so, just saw the movie and the credits were playing and you could hear the credits and it was playing Hey Jude and it was at the na 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 part. And usually when people leave a, leave a movie, they talk about the movie, you know, they discuss it, they try to find, st- see how everybody liked it. Nobody was like, discussing um, the movie. Yeah. They were all going, Everybody, everybody yeah. in front of us and everybody behind us were just singing along. They weren't even singing, they were just kind of like, nah, coming along to nah, it. Nah. They're just doing the na 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 nah, thing. And nah, no, nah, nobody nah. talked about the movie because there was nothing to talk about and it was all just the music. How about yeah. this? Let me throw this one at you. Would you have liked this movie as much as you did if they used, like, original songs in a fake band? No, not no. at all. That's a hard no. So I guess that's the problem. So um, maybe you should just because, stay like, home. Because, like, we've been over the fact that uh, I, lo- I like this movie more than you did. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm also um, a bigger Beatles fan than you are. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like a lot of my, um, a lot of my like for this movie was just... Um, liking the Beatles. Yeah. Um, also, one more thing. Do you feel like what Jack did in this film was... Do you feel like it was ethical? Yes or no? Um, I. It's not like... Mm, I think it was unethical, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's stealing their material. But I also think that if I were put in the same situation, I would have done it. Yeah. Because, like, it's... I don't know. 
it's just it's something that would make sense to someone who's in a very struggling position and can't really um support himself yeah but in that case he finds out tons of things that are missing besides just the beatles why doesn't he invent coca-cola i don't know he could do so many that things. would be that would be brilliant yes because coca-cola is a huge company and that just disappears speaking of what do people who worked for coca-cola do in in the event that this happened yeah well here's the thing here's i guess another problem on nitpicks sure but this movie totally spits in the face of the butterfly effect this world would be completely different from the world jack was in before it would be completely yeah. different. He probably wouldn't music even have the same would be, friends. Music would be very di- Music would be the most different thing of all. Um, yes. Ed Sheeran definitely wouldn't be uh, the number one musician as we know and love him to be. Oh, that, um, what a hellscape. I would not want to live in that world. What a hellscape. Yeah. But, um, and, um, and if you even want to use this movie's logic against it, the whole... This movie, the whole pivot of the love interest actually falling in love with this guy is Wonderwall. The guy sings Wonderwall, and that makes her interested in him, and the reason yeah. why she sticks around. But wait, Oasis does not exist, so did he not Oasis doesn't Wonderwall? exist, so she would never end she up She would have never liking ended up. Who, knows? Yeah. Who knows? And the entire... Because this movie spits in the face of, um, of the butterfly effect, you'd think, oh, this is the same exact world... Except the Beatles never happened, but you can tell the butterfly effect still takes a place because the reason Jack, um, the reason Jack changes, the reason that he finds out what to do, is because he talks with John Lennon. Yeah. And if and if the butterfly effect had not taken place, then John Lennon would have been. Still, he he still would have been dead. Yes, because he he's alive. That because even John Lennon being alive makes an entire branch of the butterfly effect just so what, spiral out of control. So what's happening is that it would have made sense if this movie just kind of owned the fact that like this isn't a whole new dimension. This is just kind of like a time split. Like everything in the past still happened. It's just that everybody forgets, you know, all this stuff is gone, but it picks up where he left off, you know? But, no, this is confirmed to be a whole different universe because John Lennon's still alive. I just don't, I don't know. I feel like it would have made sense yeah. if they would just, you know, create a time split. But, nope. It's too much lazy writing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was, it was fun. Anything else you want to say before we sign off for the night? Um, no, I can't think of anything. That's uh, just about it. Okay. This well, movie was like a, like a six out of ten. Six out of ten for you? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a yeah. 5.5, just under a recommend. A recommend for me is a six. I mean, there's, yeah. there's things here to enjoy. Just for me, just not enough yeah, to combat it's the like, bad. It's the kind of movie that, um, I wouldn't dare see again, willingly. Mm-hmm. But if it were on TV, and I had nothing to do... And it was like kind of the beginning or middle of the movie. I might leave it on. Yeah. 
Well, um, I think we made it sound more annoying than it actually was. It's not really annoying. Yeah. It's not like it's, it's just... not like it was god awful. It's just like yeah. there's better there's better shit out there. Yes. I agree. Um, so yeah. Uh thank you for coming on the show. And uh, uh, you're welcome. Join us next time, probably even tomorrow, when me and the original movie hopper, not this not this scum that I picked off the street. The original movie hopper. Um, wh- while we uh, review Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Oh, shit. S- seeing that tomorrow. So, yeah, that's something to get excited over for. Get your nipples a little wet. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for watching and goodbye. Hopefully the file doesn't get corrupted. Oh, man. A, a man can hope.